0: Hello and welcome to the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know Iowa Hospital Leaders. My name is Joa Hogan. Today we talk with Beth Olson. Beth is the clinical dietitian for Cass Health in Atlantic and director of Cass County Public Health, where she manages a number of community health initiatives and programs. Welcome, Beth, to the podcast. Thanks for being here today.
1: Thanks for having
0: me. Beth, can you tell us about your journey to your current role as director of public health and clinical dietitian.
1: So I grew up in a small town called Emerson, Iowa in Southwest Iowa, pretty rural. I grew up as a farm kid and my mom's actually a dietitian as well. I went to a small high school, um, Nishna Valley. I went there, you know, kindergarten through 11th grade and my senior year, my school closed. And so we joined with our rivals down the road. And so then at that time, you know, after high school graduation, I went to Iowa State University and that's where I did all of my schooling. So I got my bachelor's degree in dietetics with a minor in child, adult, and family services. And I had a really cool opportunity to stay and get a master's degree. And I would have been able to be done in a year and a half. And so I stayed on with one of my favorite professors and got my master of science degree in nutritional sciences. And my focus area was really in like adolescent health and community nutrition. I got to do an immersion and wellness camp out of the state 4h camp. and it was just an absolute blast working out there in the summers with the the kiddos. And so then I finished my master's up the following December. So December of 2013, I got married in there after um, my master of science degree. You have to do an accredited internship, just like doctors and nurses have rounds um, with various disciplines within their professions. Dietitians do that too. And so I did my dietetic internship also with Iowa State again. And I finished that in May of 2014. And during that, you do like Rotations in food service management, clinical dietetics, as well as community nutrition. So you really get a good feel for all of the different areas a dietitian can work in. And it's really a diverse and growing field too. So I think that's cool about dietetics. And then my first job right out of passing my boards was as the high B dietitian at our local high vee stores. I worked between a couple of them, and then I went on and took a clinical role for a couple of years um, before moving into my director of public health role back. In 2016. So I've been here for a number of years now.
0: Wow, that's quite an impressive journey. And that's great. You got exposure early on to different areas within the field, determine what you think is the best fit.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's neat to be able to do that internship experience because, like I said, you do get the variety of getting to dip your toe in the water of all of those different aspects and see where are my passions, what am I good at, and that sort of thing. And you're going to make a ton of connections along the way too.
0: Can you share with us what a typical day of a clinical dietitian looks like at a hospital?
1: Cast Health is a critical access hospital. So we are a 25-bed facility. And so we're fairly small compared to where a lot of dietitians may work in in a bigger city setting. A dietitian in a critical access hospital gets to do a number of things. I don't oversee food service management. We have a food service director that does that, but I do collaborate with them on patient menus and that sort of thing. Every morning when I get here, I always print off the inpatient list to see if we've had any new admissions that need my attention or if I have any new consults that are on the floor. And in our hospital, we always do a patient huddle every morning. And so I go prepared to that huddle to speak on any nutritional concerns I'm seeing in patients. Maybe they have wounds or they're on a tube feeding or they've had a lot really poor intake or something like that. And so, you know, I'll voice if there's something different, I think we should be doing to improve that patient's nutritional status while they're here. And then we always have skilled nursing rounds on Wednesdays as well. As a critical access hospital, we take a lot of skilled nursing patients where they might be here for two weeks or a month, even kind of rehab and get stronger until they're able to go home again. And so I follow those patients as well. An acute stay, they're maybe not here very long. And so I don't have a huge impact on their nutrition, but a skilled patient, you know, I might be able to really help their nutritional status if they're here with us for weeks and get them strong enough to to go back home. And so it's neat playing a role, the interdisciplinary teams to do that. And then I see outpatients as well. So I have a work queue that all of our providers will send referrals to. And so then once insurance is approved those visits for an outpatient dietitian consult, I prep those consults and schedule those myself and then see those patients on an outpatient setting. And I see a variety of patients. Kind of the other neat thing about a, a rural critical access hospital is you do a little bit of everything, mostly diabetes kidney disease, but then also weight loss. I've worked with children, celiac disease, other food allergies or intolerances. You keep all of those kind of skill sets sharp when you get to to work with a diverse group
0: each week. Very impressive. Your other role is the director of public health for Cass County. Can you please share some of your responsibilities, uh, some initiatives maybe you work with, with the community and just programs you oversee?
1: And that's actually the role I first came into. So I um, was hired as the director of public health for Cass County back in 2016. I've been now in this clinical dietitian role as well for the last three and a half years or so. Director of public health for the county. I, I really oversee my staff that do all of our public health programming. I've been amazing team of staff here. All of them have been here longer than I have. And so we're we're a pretty well oiled machine. Everybody knows their strengths and what they, the programs that they do well. And so I have a very independent staff as well, which allows me to also be able to pick up that clinical dietitian role. I oversee a lot of the, all of the grants that we write and public health um, has to write those grants to get funding, to do those various programs in our community. And we have programs, honestly, for all ages and stages of life from parents, prenatally, until their kiddos go to kindergarten. We have an in-home visitation program where we go and help make sure those kiddos are meeting developmental milestones, ensure kiddos are up to date on immunizations. If they're going to school, we help women get breast and cervical cancer screenings. um, If that's something that they otherwise couldn't access or didn't have health insurance to access. And then clear up to older adults, we have fall prevention programming and emergency preparedness planning for older adults. So we get to see and help and support all ages of the spectrum in Cass County. And so that's something I really like. And I, you know, why I wanted to get into public health was to help people more on that preventative side of things and help them have a healthy lifestyle from the start.
0: And you're not too far down the road from my hometown in Adair County, Greenfield, Iowa. Do you collaborate with other county public health officials for maybe state initiatives and things of that sort?
1: Yep, we absolutely do. And I work a lot with Adair County and their administrator there. Public health is a lot about making those connections and having collaborative relationships because none of us can do it all. But we always know the person to reach out who who can do it. And so a lot of it is fostering and building those relationships, whether it's with the doctor's offices or community members, business owners, schools to try and come together and make a healthier community, because it's going to take a a group effort to to move the community and the county forward in their health journey.
0: And Beth, if you're willing to share, do you have any unique hobbies or interests that you can tell us about today?
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm a wife and a mom of four little kiddos. I'd say one of our interests in our spare time is going on various bike rides, something my family does every year is we go to Lanesboro, Minnesota and ride along the Root River Trail it's just been become a really fun family destination and kind of break for us in the summer. And I like doing other biking kind of trips or I've got a bike bucket list that I am checking off with my parents as we go to. So we recently just did that bakoon ride on the um, Raccoon River Valley Trail. We've done the Wabash Trace Trail, the T-Bone Trail, and we've got a number of others to check off the list too.
0: So when you go on these trails, are you like camping and things or is this like <laughs> no. you would you bike like two hotels? I mean it's more than a one-day bike trip, correct?
1: Yes, yeah. So in Lanesboro we stay in um a bed and breakfast. Um nice. you can certainly camp there. That's Not my thing. I enjoy air conditioning and running water. (laughs) Especially
0: after 80 or 90 miles of bike riding. Absolutely. So I'm a little
1: bit of a diva in that way. No, (laughs) no, not
0: at all. Oh, that's awesome.
1: (laughs) Yes, I I like to make sure that it's... um... Nice environment.
0: And what's the longest trail you went on miles wise?
1: The longest is 73 miles.
0: That's a lot. That's a great interest. Thank you for sharing that. And finally, do you have any advice for anyone considering entering the field of clinical dietetics?
1: I would tell anyone coming into the field don't lose sight of the fact that you're working with humans. Think that. Sometimes dietitians can get the the rap, the bad rap that we're the food police. And I think we can be sometimes overly critical of patients. And so it's really important that you're meeting your patients where they are. And honestly, each consult you do is going to be different from the next because that's what we're trained to do is meet those unique needs and factors of each patient we're working with. And that's what sets us apart from everyone else who calls themselves a nutrition professional. So I would say is not treating your patients like a cookie cutter approach because we're all different and we all have different needs. And and I think that's really important for individuals coming into the field to um, acknowledge and realize up front is that we're working with humans and and we've, we've got to meet them where they are and be flexible and willing to listen to what their needs and their concerns are if we're going to do a good job and be successful with them in their health
0: journey. Thank you so much, Beth Olson, Clinical Dietitian for Cass Health and Director of Cass County Public Health for being on the podcast today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: This podcast has been an opportunity to get to know Iowa hospital leaders. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode next month.